Welcome to the Healing the City podcast. The following podcast is a ministry of the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. If you wish to support the Healing the City podcast, you can go to the show notes, click support the show, and you can become a subscriber for three, five, or ten dollars a month. This will help offset the hosting costs and continue the ministry of Healing the City podcast. Also, if you wish to support the show, we really encourage you to rate us on Apple and Spotify and other places that podcasts are listened to, and give us a good review. Thanks. Welcome to the Healing City Podcast. My name is Pastor Eric, and across from me is Eric, my namesake, Eric Lewis. Welcome to the Healing the City Podcast. It's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you're happy to be here. All right, so Eric, you have been going to the village for how many years? I've been here all my life. And how old are you? I'm now 17. When's your birthday? March 26th. All right. All right. Um, and so you have everybody. You, you know, you can send them a birthday card or whatever. Yeah. But you're going to be 18. Wow. Yeah. And Very this soon. is your senior year of high school. Yeah. Where do you go to high school? I go to Desert Christian High School. All right, you got Desert Christian, and uh, so you've grown up at the village. What do you like about the village? What's your, mm-hmm. what's your favorite part at this point in your life? I've not been to many other churches, but I love how community-centered the village is. When I go to other churches, it just feels like, yes, I don't know other people, but also people aren't so willing to have like deep and authentic conversations with me. Ah, yeah, no, that's that's become one of our values at the village is authenticity. Okay, so we, that's that's one of the things I like at the village too. So you are right now. Most people probably don't know this, but you are doing something called your senior project. Is that what it is, or is it a senior internship? I don't know the exact name for it. What does Desert call it? Yeah, they're changing it up this year. So I give a senior expo, which is a presentation. See, I didn't even <laughs> yeah <laughs> senior expo. Okay. So, exact kind of f- fill us in on what that is and why you're connected to me for a while. I have to do 20 hours towards a career goal. It used to be a more service oriented, but this year they've changed it back to its original purpose. So, I'm going to be your intern for the next like three or four months. Yeah. And so, people may have noticed that you started in the morning service, not the evening service. They don't, they don't get to see it. But the morning service, you've been reading scripture. Yep. Um, so that's one part. Um, and right now we're doing an interview of you and then I'm going to teach you how to do the podcasting uploading and all that and editing. So that'll be fun. So why don't you uh, just tell the audience about how your relationship with Jesus has developed over the last 18 years? Like how do you, when people talk about, well, how did you meet Jesus? What do you tell them? Okay. So I heard about Jesus all through my childhood my mom really likes to make sure everyone understands the gospel very clearly. So at a young age, she asked if I wanted to be a child of God. And I said, I don't want to do this in front of you. So I walked down the hall and I gave my life to God. I, didn't th- I don't think I understood it very well then. But since then, I've grown in a relationship with God. So... Last, no, two summers ago, I first went to this summer camp called Christian Youth in Action. And there I learned how to teach the gospel to young kids. And I did that for two summers. And then I went on a mission trip to Kenya. 
all those times I feel like I've grown a lot closer to God and just talking about my faith with people who maybe don't support it and don't understand it has deepened my understanding and my relationship with God. Well, why don't you, uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your trip to Africa? Like, what was that like? Who'd you go with? What was the purpose? Can maybe give me a little bit of information about that. So the trip was with Desert Christian. Our headmaster put it on and we went to Nairobi, Kenya. Okay. We traveled all over Kenya, all the way to the coast in Mombasa. We stayed at a children's home. We went to, I think, three different schools, three or four. Okay. Was this your first, like, other than maybe going down to Mexico, your first main, like, out-of-the-country trip, or had you traveled overseas before? I've never been outside of the U.S. That was the first time. So this was your first time outside of the United States? Yeah. Okay. So just from a, like, cultural white American kid (laughs) goes to Africa, what was your experience there? Just, like, what were some of the things you're like, wow, okay, this is crazy, or that's interesting, or... That's really cool. I felt like people cared a lot more. When in America, like the kids, for example, they don't really want to listen to you and they're there because they have to. But I felt like in interacting with the kids in Kenya, when I traveled, this is a lot like all across Africa, the kids see meeting you as something special and they want to listen to you and get to know you. But they're just kids, so it's not like they're any different. It's just that they've grown up in an environment where they don't take everything from granted. Cool. Um, so I, I will tell you as a pause, so while I'm pausing it in the, in the Healing City podcast here <laughs> for a moment, if you fiddle with this underneath, it's going to pick up on the mics. So okay. I know you're like me, a little bit fidgety. I had to, I had to really learn to like, <laughs> okay. if you need to fidget, fidget with like this. So yeah, okay. yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, I might leave it, leave it in for, you know, podcast instructions. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, okay. So you thought, wow, okay, these kids are more serious. They seem like they really want what I have to offer. You've done different things in schools here in the United States. And it seems like the kids are, don't have the same attention to, to what you're having to say, or is that what you're kind of trying to contrast there yeah and i was one of those kids who didn't want to be there i went to something called a good news club yeah in i think third grade yeah so did elliot he didn't want to be there either yeah i was just there waiting for the fruit snacks and trying to get through the songs and tell everyone that i knew everything and that yeah is that your phone it is my phone you're gonna have to yeah another thing is the phones yeah i said it to do not disturb but, but it's, it's it was already on Do Not Disturb, so I turned it off. <laughs> so it's disturbing us. Um, okay, so there was that. What about just culturally? Did you experience any, like, you know, the foods or just the, the roads or the way that just is there any other kinds of things that were kind of cool to you or different? Or When I landed, it was about 1 a.m., and it felt like very humid california okay but after that there it was very different there weren't lane markings on the road and sometimes we'd pass cars with only three wheels okay there were a lot of those in mombasa i don't know it's just 
a very green place and yeah. i've never experienced that before okay that's that's cool like and the the three-wheel uh the three-wheel cars it's probably a cool thing to to see did you get to ride in one no okay all right i don't know what the name for those are but in ghana they're called trotros okay. but i don't remember the name in kenya so when you came back from africa what do you feel like was there kind of a single thing that you kind of want to carry with you into the different things you do in life like from god that he gave you Hmm. i mean it's okay if you don't but sometimes trips like that will just like okay this is a thing that i don't want to lose i want to hold on to this i loved being part of a team and being with a part of a team day in and day and during the night too i really loved doing that and it made me feel like it, I'd be comfortable going someplace and not just like if I was going to be a missionary, I don't, it's not so different in the time I'm doing my missionary job versus at home. I can set an example wherever I go. So one thing you learned about yourself was what I hear you saying is that you like being on a team. You like doing stuff with people and being part of something bigger than yourself. And I really love meeting new people. I didn't know, but when I have to, then I really enjoy it. Yeah, that's 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 those are two really cool discoveries <laughs> yeah. about about yourself. So you're 18. This is your you're headed into your last semester, right? You're wrapping up your your first semester or this semester of uh, your senior year and you know head into your last so college is on the horizon and you know this is the point in time where everybody asks you what you're doing for college because then as soon as you pick that and you're in college everyone's gonna be like well what's your major what's your major (laughs) what's your major but for right now like any thoughts on college what's your kind of what are sort of the options you see in front of you originally i was considering wheaton biola and gcu but now I think I've decided I want to go to the U of A. Okay. I want to stay near the village, and I like the idea of not having to pay for housing or food. And I like the community I have here, and I don't want to give that up. Gotcha. So, okay. So what will you be studying when you go? Do you have any thought on that? or Probably engineering or computer science. I'm not entirely sure. My dad teaches computer science, so... That's something I've already had, I would feel like extensive experience with. But when I look at his assignments he teaches, I get a little scared. So it could be computer science or engineering. I think anything in STEM would be great, but engineering seems like a safe choice. Yeah, it it does. Um, Okay, so I guess if if you stay here and you're carrying this thing of like, I like to meet new people. I, I want to have an impact for Jesus. Like these seems to be some new things that have been kind of bubbling up inside of you, right? I mean, that's am I wrong about that, or is that true that you? Were, yeah, I'm just not quite sure how God wants to use me. Yeah, so you're kind of kind of waiting for for God to give you direction in those things, areas. How do you hear from God? Like, what is your? I'm, we've had these conversations off air, but I want people mm-hmm. to kind of hear your process of like how do you think about your relationship with Jesus and. I think about that a lot. Just today, I was wanting to ask someone how they listen to God because I I read the Bible and I try to understand things from the way that the Bible speaks about it. So if I have a question that can be directly answered by Scripture, then I use Scripture. But if it's like, like 
if I if you think I want to murder somebody, you have clear direction. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, thou shalt not murder. Okay, got it. But if it's a question of going to U of A or Biola, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, I I pray about it, mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't get verbal answers like I would want, Until. like clear, like you will go to. Thus <laughs> saith the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had that. Mm-hmm. Um, but reading the Old Testament, being a prophet, sounds pretty scary. Yeah, I would love. Well, it, right. If a prophet showed up to you, then you really should be scared. Yeah, <laughs> but also being a prophet, like having all these crazy dreams. Yeah, and, it'd be interesting. I, I really resonate with Isaiah, but that's. <laughs> different conversations yeah so so what i hear you so you hear god by reading scripture and and but how are some of the other ways like just that like like how are you determining like you want to go to the u of a like and that's the place that you think god is is saying yeah that's a good thing i want to be equipped for all sorts of things in my life i don't exactly know what god is calling me to right now so i want something that I can provide for a family. I know that as a missionary, I may not have pay and I would probably have to rely on people donating. So I'd love if I could have skills I could use anywhere in the world. Like if I had computer science, maybe I could get like, I don't know, like a 30 hour a week job and sure. pay for things. Or, or do contract work yeah when it makes you know makes some money and then go do missionary work and then come back and make more money and yeah there are lots of options it sounds like you know there's some wisdom in in those kinds of things um cool so what are you you know like so you are you asked me to if i could be your mentor and this is your internship and you want to find out what a pastor does and how um do you think you know, we're just thinking. We're throwing things out there right now. So, because I know we're talking about where you're headed and all that, but could you see yourself being a pastor? I think, yeah, but it would be a different version than me than I am now. Yeah. So, what do you think? What do you think would be the scariest part for you in being a pastor? I don't like to be wrong, and it's much worse if people are counting on me or mm. trying to get advice from me. So. I don't like being the one directly responsible for anything. <laughs> like I love to help, but if I if I take you are in charge of this and if this fails it's on you, then I get really scared and sometimes just sort of shut down. Yeah, no that that makes sense. So you like when that realization of you like to be on a team is you actually like to follow a leader make the team work, be part of the whole process, but you don't necessarily want to be the team lead at this point in your life because you're like, hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be like the ideas guy and the second or probably second command. I don't want to be third so much, but if I can be. You don't want to be assistant to the assistant, right? Yeah. Unless the assistant is accomplishing some pretty great things. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So what do you do in your leisure? Like what's Eric Lewis? Like what's, his thing to just kind of blow off steam and enjoy things. I don't think I have too much of that. I think I spend a lot of time just going and doing things. Oh, what is what are some of the things you really enjoy doing? So I go to the youth group at Christ Community, okay. and I'm trying to join the youth the navigators nights at the U of A. 
and I'm going to be starting volleyball again and meeting with Pastor Eric, hopefully. I think that would be like every Thursday, something like that. But when I have nothing else to do, then I love to program and I love to 3D model things and come up with new ideas for engineering projects and to do robotics. Or even just think, I love taking walks, but I never take the time for it. Why not? Because there are so many cool things I could be doing. So just uh, taking time to rest and slow down is really difficult for me, but really refreshing. Yeah. Well, what I have learned after 22 years of being a pastor is that you really have to make that choice because there's always something to do. It's always something to investigate or explore. So being willing to rest and figure out why it is that you have such a hard time, like what internally makes it difficult for you to rest is a good good process to go through. Um, All right. So I think those are some really great things. Uh, Growing up at the village, um, you and my son have been friends, right? Because you guys are what, how a year apart from each other or half a year? I'm not sure if it's eight months or seven months or nine months. So... There are some fun, you know, shenanigan stories, like you hitting my son with a shovel. That was a good yeah. story. I threw a shovel in the darkness. I thought, I wonder what happens if I throw a shovel at him. So I spun, <laughs> I spun it like a lasso, and then I said, "Elliot, catch!" And, then, <laughs> and he did with his face. Yeah, very close to hitting his neck. And that that's one time I like to cite when God saved my life. Because And his. Yeah, because God saved his life. He saved my life. <laughs> right. And that's why you're indentured to him for the rest of your life. Like it's one of those uh, <laughs> Yeah. In the movies, you know, but it's a little different anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's one one uh thing I remember. One of the things we were talking about just to, you know, tell funny stories. Uh, we were chatting one time, Elliot and I and Susan, about we used to have. Do you remember the big train set we used to have? No. So we had this big train set, and every time you come over, you wanted to play with the big train set. And it could be because your dad was into trains. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you wanted to play it your way. <laughs> like you wanted to set it up your way. You wanted to play it your way. And I can just remember so many times saying. Well, no, Eric, like you and Ellie have to play it together. You have to come up with it together. You're like, no, I want to play. I want to set it up this way because this is the best way, <laughs> which seems to be a, a kind of a little bit of your personality. It's like doing it the best way or thinking of it the best way or um, just going off and doing, figuring something out yeah. that, that you like uh, you enjoy. So can you, uh, maybe you could explain this because I've heard it in, Elliot's words, but maybe you can tell it in your words. Like when you decide to figure something out, like you're all in on it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Until I'm not. Until you're not. So, could tell me one thing that you like? Just you were all in, and now you're not not all in on. Hmm. With all my programming projects, I'm like that. I'll get some grandiose idea, and then I'll pursue it for like six hours a day for three to five days and then give up and say that was like a hundred hour project that I started and I don't want to finish it. Another time was I wanted to program a system for Google AdWords for Jake Barr and I did. But then he said, 
to make it better. So I had to fix it like three or four times at least until it was done. So by the end, I got pretty tired. I enjoyed programming it and I love fixing it and making it better. But just pursuing the same project gets really tiring for me. Right. I like to keep it fresh and moving around. Do you ever kind of come back around and revisit projects? Or are you done with them and then you're like, well, done with that one and I'm, I'm, it's out? Yeah, I like to revisit projects, but I always approach them with a new angle and I usually restart them. I look at the old code and decide that it was bad and I didn't really know what I was doing and now I've got a better idea. Okay. I do that with a lot of different things, but I think I've just don't start things or I start them and finish them halfway. I don't really finish them or come back to them entirely. Okay. So I'm going to wrap things up here a little bit, I think. Yes. Okay. So here are a couple questions. Number one, what's your favorite book? Not of the Bible, like outside of the Bible. Favorite book outside of the Bible? Probably Manta's Gift by Timothy Zahn. Manta's Gift. Give me like a short synopsis so people know what that. It's the story of a man who became a quadriplegic and got to take, be implanted into an alien's body so that he could be like a manta ray inside of Jupiter. Okay. And then he decides to, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but he becomes to internalize their culture. Okay. The other one would be Dune. So the other one would be Dune. Yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Did you like the movie or no? I was really disappointed uh-huh. that it was only half of the book. Oh, <laughs> well, the other half's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It should come out soon. Um, okay. So favorite, favorite Manta's gift. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite television program? I don't think I watch TV much. Okay. I just watched YouTube. And favorite I- movie? So many good ones. I don't know. There's probably sci-fi things or Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, sci-fi. Like suspense. Suspense sci-fi I love. Okay. And if you had to take one book of the Bible to, like, I exiled you to a desert island, you're going to be stuck there forever with endless amounts of food and one book of the Bible, what would you take? I think it'd have to be one of the Gospels. Which one? You got to choose. I think John. John. I like to like the poetry of it. Yeah. Gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Awesome. Well, Eric, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, this is now you've, you get to be part of the world of podcasting. Um, and so thank you for being my intern and getting to learn some of the different goofy things that I do <laughs> as a pastor and the more serious things. So, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to Healing the City Podcast. Uh, if you have any questions for Eric or for me, you can email us at healingthecity at gmail.com. Um, and I'm excited to uh, get those questions. So enjoy your day. Thanks. Mm-hmm.